five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh, and I'm talking about the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. I got my Christmas tree going, and let's check out the news. Okay. The, oops, where'd that go? I don't know what that's about. I don't even know where that came from. Okay. The uh, ad of the day, according to the drum, is Snow Globe Romance by Air Canada, and it starts off with a Canada Air pilot. Let's see if we can get this to work. It probably won't. Let's see. Bonk. Nope. Of course not. You don't understand how hard this is, but that doesn't matter, right? Okay, here we go. Snow Globe. It starts off with an Air Canada pilot giving his son a little snow globe. And I will narrate it for you because I have it playing at almost double speed because, oh, there's mom as the pilot. And she gives him the snow globe, and he puts it next to another uh, tropical snow globe. How do you have a tropical snow globe? A plot hole, a definite plot hole there. If you, if you shook that, it wouldn't make any sense. So anyway, there's the cold guy snow globe, and he's looking across through his globe into the, paradise, the tropical paradise. And they have a little love story, and... Uh, and that goes on forever. And finally, she decides to put a, uh, he gives up, kind of. And she decides to put a note to Santa on Christmas Eve. And then she shows up at his place in his snow globe. And the kid sees it. And I don't know. I just thought it was cute. Okay, so that's what it's about. Now, on the in the in the area of news you will never hear anywhere else probably Schmaltz Exodus Schmaltz Brewing one of America's first microbreweries well uh, they say there were about 700 at the time they launched in 1996 and now there's about 10,000 different labels they're famous for uh for beers like He Brew the Chosen <laughs> Uh, pastrami pilsner and funky jubilation and uh, they were on tap at the white house and now they're closing their doors but they still have a lot of things going it's a marketing the uh <laughs> cohen is a marketing master and i agree okay so peloton i thought peloton scrambles for damage control i thought this was going to be about uh sex in the city's sequel plot bombing <laughs> But it wasn't. I had never, I haven't re really ever watched the whole any of it. So uh, anyway, uh, apparently the one of the big stars in Sex and the City, who's actually married to Sarah Jessica Parker in real life, uh, drops dead on a Peloton machine, <laughs> and the stock went down five percent. So here you are, you know, you're just a regular marketing guy and. All of a sudden, your business is threatened because somebody puts it in a TV show and bonk, and something bonks. And apparently, there was another there was another similar issue happened with a crockpot in a in a TV show in 2018, where the crockpot set the house on fire. It was supposedly a 20 year old crockpot, and apparently, they'd been fiddling with the switch trying to get it to work for a couple episodes, and finally, it burned the house down. And initially, Crock-Pot uh, sales dramatically dropped off, but then they put out a few, a few uh, happy 
tweets about how this is, after all, just a TV show. It was a 20-year-old crockpot. Don't, don't throw the pot out with the baby or whatever it is. And they said, you know, don't demean the, the, the millions of hardworking crockpots across the world that are doing their job every day. Uh, so we're going to see what Peloton does to offset the crazy. Uh, might be a good time to buy Peloton stock after all. Okay. And here's a good article, the article of the day. We always end up with an article of the day. The article of the day is by Summer Gould, my friend Summer. Direct mail tracking makes all the difference. This is actually an excellent, excellent article, as usual. Uh, she starts out with something I wouldn't have expected, because I don't think about it this hard. <laughs> there are two kinds of tracking. The first track, the first is tracking your mail delivery, and the second is tracking your results. Now, when I back in the day when I was you know worrying about the delivery of my mail, uh, there was a U.S. monitor, and it used to it used to offer you you you'd put um, fake names basically into your mailing, and it would have some somewhat weird address on it that was trackable specifically to your drop. You'd tell them when you were going to drop. You'd show them the piece you were going to drop, and uh, you could you could actually those mail tracking addresses into your mailing list so that when you rented your list, you could ensure that someone who was using your list was not using it uh, either by sending something you hadn't approved or by, um, or by using it more often than they had paid for. Most people don't realize that direct mail is actually much, much, much more secure than, uh, say digital where you don't know where the ads are going and you don't know who they're getting shown to and you don't really know what's going on because there's no way to track all the little cell phones in the world and all the little uh you know computer monitors that your ad might be appearing on you know and so if you let somebody advertise on your site now you can only keep so much track of it because it's showing a different ad to everybody that pulls up your site. You understand that? So if you have a mailing list and you want to rent it, you can actually make sure that every piece that you approve is actually what more or less. You know, a lot of times we're sending you a, you know, like a, a rough draft or something. But uh, but people are sending comments that are just click they 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 end up getting clicks back to their wherever they're getting paid for. It's fake bots putting fake comments on my show while I'm talking about fake digital advertising. That is fake digital advertising right there. And it creates backlinks from YouTube to your site or to some site that pays them. Got one yesterday, got one today. Now I have to go down and deal with it. Okay, that's what digital's like, but direct mail is way different. So you can make sure that the mailing piece is what you approved, and you can make sure that the the list is only used by by authorized people. Um, but I used to kind of, you know, we would do that on our own. You didn't have to use U.S. Monitor. Plus, when mail gets delivered, you start getting orders, and so you can tell where it hits around the country. Uh, if you've done a good job and you have a decent mailing piece and you mail enough pieces. So I never went in for those tracking sites. But now the U.S. Postal Service has informed delivery, and so they, they can send you that. And it's it's free anyway, so you might as well do it. Plus, uh, good mailers now 
are using tools like Direct Mail 2.0 and other a wide array of tools. But you know, if you're not paralleling your mailing with you know an email, look at watch for this in your mailbox. If you have the email, you know, if it's your own customers, you certainly should be doing this. You know, look for this in your mailbox or using informed delivery by the USPS. Again, it's also free where where people are alerted that this is coming in their mailbox. Not just deliver informed delivery. That's like that's like an excuse not to go to the mailbox, if you ask me, because um, you can just see it's all junk mail today. Oh, well, I don't have to go pick up the mail. Uh, so I don't th I think. The USPS has colossally shot themselves in the foot with this service. They've made the, they've made the beauty of mail that you have to go get it, you have to check the mailbox, you have to engage with it, and now you can just go poof because you've already looked through it. But in engaged delivery, you can put basically a banner ad inside of it that rides along so that whatever offer you're making in your mail piece, because they're just showing the outside of the envelope, you can make that offer on the informed delivery i i i've only seen one or two of those ever i don't check it all every day you know we checked it now because somebody sent us a package and i got a really cool gift from aunt barbie i'll mention aunt barbie i don't think she's on linkedin anyway so so you know go the extra mile and these tools and your printer can help you integrate that multi-touch with your mailing and there's no reason not to do it you definitely should should at least test it but anyway uh summer goes on to say that first class if you're sending first class and, and we've seen this in the mail tracking maps if you're sending your first class mail from california all the way to new york it can take a long time now for even first class and i'm i gotta believe ad mail is is also impacted but they actually changed it because they used to say one to three days no matter how far across the country which kind of is kind of you know it, it was possible you know but they were they were competing with fedex but it wasn't really it didn't seem fair and so a good place to drop your mail is in wisconsin get a wisconsin printer or a minnesota printer or a chicago printer you know we m most of our membership comes from that those areas get a good printer in this area, now, if you're mailing to the West Coast, on the other hand, you might want to look up the Market Builder. That's another WDMA member because they are close to the West Coast and they can get there faster. Okay, so it matters where the pieces go into the postal stream. You know, now Quad, if you're mailing millions of catalogs, they'll put them on a semi and they'll drive them out to, you know, the, to both coasts, which makes a lot of sense. Not just your piece, but all the pieces that need to get there and uh and it's it's a way to speed up delivery anyway um so you can match your in-home target but you can also with the informed with the um informed visibility from the postal service you can know for sure that it's going to get delivered today okay so uh when you're looking at tracking direct mail performance okay before i love this before you launch any direct mail campaign set a system in place that will allow you to track results so so what summer is saying is don't just be measurable don't just have a measurable response but measure something and i would say one more one more thing i would go in one more step also figure out what you're going to test okay minimally test multiple lists so 
down in the article, Summer will talk about using a code or using a QR code or using a custom landing page for each campaign. I would go further and say use a use tracking codes for each mail segment that you're going to be mailing, for each test list you're going to be testing, or for each multiple offer or creative change. You might want to change the headline or whatever. Whatever you're doing, think about it beforehand. Think about what's the most important thing that you're going to test and how you can track it. Those two things every mailer should always do. And it's funny. Even the best mailers in America, even the oldest mailers in America, don't test as much as they think they should. I can tell you that. So I did a survey at Namoa. Okay, so tracking your results with customers and prospects. See what gets the most interaction See what led to the most sales and signups. But it's not as simple as that. Because what you really want is you really want to say, okay, we've noticed that some people, you know, maybe it's as simple as is 50% off or, you know, Land's End does 40% off. So it's not preposterous to say 50% off. But So let's say is 40% more effective or because our average order is 150 bucks, should we say save $65, I guess that would be about right. <laughs> Don't do math in your head live stream. But anyway, you can check my math. Uh, save 65 bucks on orders of 150 Okay, Which one generates, you, lower, you may lower your response. You may raise your average order with that. Probably would. Okay, Then just a straight 40% off. M- which one makes more money? Usually... The dollar amount makes more money because I want to save the 65 bucks. 40%, most people don't do that as fast as I just did it. <laughs> that's that's for sure, okay? Most people, and I'm probably pretty close to the ballpark on that. Okay, so what you do is you say, I have a hypothesis that most people want a tangible dollar amount, okay? But my marketing creative team says, 40% off, because Land's End says 40% off. I would love to see Land's End test on their cover or something. Cover tests are relatively cheap as far as catalogs go. Have Land's End test, this is a throw down the gauntlet, test, save 65 bucks on orders of, or, or easier, save $40 on orders of 100 or more. That's pretty safe. Save $40 on orders of 100 or more, or save 40%. See which one works better. I would almost bet my my career on the $40 one. So your hypothesis, your observation is, oh, I read this book. It's an old book that said dollar amounts, or I heard John on there. My, so my observation is I heard John say that it might work. Okay, so my hypothesis is that the dollar amount will work. Now you set up the test with not only a tracking code for each segment, which we talked about yesterday, but or each rented list. But you split those segments and you split the rented lists into two groups. One has a cover that says 40% off, like I just got in the mail from Land's End a couple days ago. Oh, and the other one says $40. If you don't do a reverse type, if you do a straight up, you know, make it a box of like a red box with some Christmas ornaments or something in it, and then black plate right there you can test it for on a fifth color press for nothing almost okay got it now you know all the details and i only share these things because 
This is the way real direct marketers think. Okay, real direct marketers think, and then once you've because you've already thought through the observation why you're testing it, the hypothesis that the forty dollars will win. If it doesn't win, then we have to think it more through. Okay, you don't just say, "Oh, gee whiz, this this cover did better than that cover that we mailed last year." That doesn't tell you anything. Economic thing has changed. Competitors have changed. You know, supply chain has changed. Everything has changed from last year. That's not how you do it. You got to do head to head. It's why we know so much more about our marketplace in direct mail. These are the big advantages of mail beyond the tangibility, beyond that it gets delivered. All those things are nice, but the things that really make you money are what you can learn and how you can learn with much, much, much more certainty. And then you can do machine learning on top of it so you can test 500 variables at a time. Think about that. So uh, Summers talks about QR codes and a landing page for each scan. I'm not exactly sure what that means, um, but I know that there are trackable QR codes so that you can your printer can probably set up a tracking system for QR codes where the QR codes loop through the printer and the printer may like the market builder will do this the the printer can set up the landing pages so that we instantly know who responded and we can even fill in their their response device put in their name address etc and so we can we can populate that and we can retarget that if they don't complete the sale all instantly without having to do back-end matching, IP matching, all the kind of dumb stuff that people do when they're just buying clicks. Okay, The QR code can carry the heavy lifting. Now, it's not trivial because like for a million-piece mailing, we were going to do a 50-sheet co-op, and each household for each offer got a unique QR code. So for a million-piece mailing, it was 50 million QR codes, all of them with meaning. It wasn't just for the sake of it. This is the level of tracking you can do in mail. And, you, and there's some huge benefits to this. If you're not doing anything like this, you may want to give us a call. Because <laughs> I work with a lot of printers. I work with a lot of people that have different capabilities, and some of them are cutting edge, patentable. Okay. If you're, if you're not at least exploring this and keeping up with the technology i know summer does and that's why she writes these good articles but if you're not you should you know for sure join the wdma watch the shows but also you know let's get in touch let's see how it applies to you because you don't want to apply all of them you just want to apply the ones that fit the best i can't tell you that unless i talk to you okay so urls and personal urls that's kind of the the integration between just qr codes and this extra heavy lifting that you can get. This is really, I've gone on to the second one. But she doesn't exactly explain how that works, and that's okay. She has a word limit. I don't. Uh, coupons. Love coupons. I got a coupon in my pocket from the from the, from the the True Value Hardware. Five bucks off for a $30 spend. I got to buy a new battery when it gets cold for my lawnmower. It's $62. I already got it all figured out. So I was waiting for this coupon, and here it is. <laughs> I'm so excited. Anyway, donation reply cards. I don't do a whole lot of that, but this is like old school stuff. Code the card. Put, put, you know, so that when they mail back the card, it already has the information as to who this is 
on it. Can be a personal URL or it can be uh, just, you know, a tracking number. Or if you forget to put the tracking number and you, and you say, oh my gosh, I just listened to John Miglosh and he says I should have a tracking code and I forgot. You go to your printer and say, hey, how about we take a big fat wet magic marker or Sharpie and we go down the side of it in pink on list A and in blue on list B and at least you'll have some and let it go slow so it soaks in and makes a little curvy thing on the side. The customer won't know what it is. They won't care. But you know what? I've done that. I've also used a drill press. So you say, okay, we're going we're gonna to mark list A with a hole in the upper right corner. And you take one of these fancy drill presses your printer has and you go down about, about uh, eight inches of, <laughs> of, and you put a hole all the way down to the bottom. And then you go on the upper left corner for the B item, <laughs> for the B list, C, D, you know, and, you, and one in the center for E. And, you know, you can... After a while, you need a template to know which which list it is. But you just put the card over the template, and it'll tell you which list it's from. I've done that when we forgot to put it in the, you know. And you say, well, I don't want to do a new press run every time, and I'm not on a digital press. Well, you just erase the plate. You know, you start with the highest number, and you keep going down. I've done those, too. There's so many ways to do this. Uh, phone call, extra, especially good. The special phone number, or ask for a code. Or, you know, what we used to do a lot was we used to say, ask for Judy, you know, for one offer, offer A. Or ask for Sally for offer B. Or ask for Jonah, or make it, you know, uh, Fran. Francis, there's, you know, there's gender, gender neutral, you, you know, and you just make up a name and you say in the offer, ask for the special offer, ask for so-and-so. And then, then you tell your telemarketing team, just say, you know, well, they're not, they're not at their desk right now. I can help you. So I have to do away you go. Now you know which list it's from. Okay. Text messages. I don't know too much about this. You call, call, call summer for this one. Um, but obviously you can just always say, ask for, you can always say, uh, you know, put the code from your mailing piece. Uh, you can always say, bring the mailer with you if you're a retailer. That's what I do with the true value. It's got a scanning code. Okay, knowledge can be gained. Uh, don't settle for direct mail, general trends. Uh, just quoting the W or the the DMA, which doesn't really exist anymore. Quoting Ad Week, <laughs> general statistics, and we see these in almost every article. So great. To say that summer, she must have listened to the show a couple times. Those those general statistics are totally baloney. It doesn't matter. Go back to the break-even analysis, and if you missed that webinar, I'm supposed to post it, but I edited it all, and then it got it came out low resolution for some reason when I saved it, and I have to do it over again. So maybe I'll do it this weekend. But anyway, it is a it is up on YouTube and it is up on LinkedIn somewhere if you want to find it dig deep enough. But it will be on the WDMA members area on how to do break even analysis. Anyway, a lot to talk about. Join us next week Thursday 2 o'clock. Go over to register at wdma.org and we'll see you then. Woo, I went a little long today. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>